previously on Something Who. Hello and welcome to Something Who podcast. I'm Richard. We're recording on the 29th of March 2023 and exactly 10 years ago to this day the DWO fan site said that a classic series related announcement was coming and hinted that it was missing episodes related. (gasps) Then in June of that year The Bleeding Cool website ran a story suggesting that a large number of missing Doctor Who episodes had been found. (gasps) Shortly after that, Ian Levine tweeted about three tonnes of evidence. An email, purportedly (laughs) from a Radio Wiltshire DJ, but possibly of mixed authorship, was being passed between fans, and excitement on the forums reached fever pitch. Lots of rumours were being passed around, and the number of episodes found was often said to be 90. And then finally, in October, the Radio Times announced that the newly discovered lost Patrick Troughton episodes would be made available for digital download within a week. This was proof, surely, that all the rumours were true. But after The Enemy of the World and The Web of Fear were released, that was it. And ten years later, we still don't know the truth of it, and people still discuss their theories on forums. And there's a name given to this madness, the Omni-Rumour. So, on the 10th anniversary of it gaining broad publicity within fandom, I'm with two fellow sufferers. We've all spent more time than we care to recount pondering these matters. So, in this episode of Something Who, we'll chew over what we know for sure, what can't be true and some of the things that might be true. I guess we should introduce the others. First up we've got from the Missing Episodes podcast, Tim. Hey! Hello! You've got the other one. Yeah. So Giles, how are you these days? Hello, I'm I'm alright, yes. I've been, the last two days I've been hobnobbing with World Renowned Cosmologists and and tonight I've got you two. (laughs) The, the, the world-renowned Omni Rumorists. <laughs> yeah. So we've we've got a, another question here. From David G, who says, "What was the wildest or weirdest theory you heard to come out of the Omni Rumor?" And I suppose you could pick a few. I mean, I, I guess the only thing that I would say is that some of the things that sound wild and weird actually turned out to be perfectly true, and some of the things that sort of sounded quite pedestrian, you know, were almost certainly fake. I mean, the, an example of the former, I guess, was this notion that the Doctor Who production team would have got so heavily involved in it, and yet. You know, it turns out to be perfectly true that um, that Caroline Skinner was involved in talking to Phil Morris about the return of episodes and brokering mm. that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, some of some of the stuff that seems incredible actually happened. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there were there were any number of nonsense um, things. Five five copies of Marco Polo because yeah. you just you just came to all the rumours. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Planet of Giants 3 and 4 found at BBC TV Centre. Oh, good Lord, yes. Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah. another deep cut. Nobody ever mentions Planet of Giants 3. On these things, people always mm. go, what about Planet of Giants 4? <laughs> I am fighting, speaking up for yeah. Planet of Giants 3, complete and yeah. unedited. 
Mm. Funny <laughs> enough, I, I watched Planet of Giants three the other day. The the one that they made. Um, oh yeah. For the, mm. it, it was better than I imagined, actually. Mm. It would be. I mean, you know, it was within the limitations of just recycling the film lots. Before you move on, the episodes of Western television were pumped into Ethiopia to help them counteract the communist rebellion. Ah. That's weird and wonderful. Yes, and but that strikes me as the kind of thing that, considering that TIE had yeah. had had connections to David Sterling, yeah, and that's that strikes me as exactly the kind of <laughs> the kind of thing that he'd have been um yeah he'd yeah. have been up to. Well, there's a good there's a good video on YouTube where two mm. missing episodes obsessives talk through Ethiopia. So if you look on YouTube <laughs> and, and look for are there missing episodes mm. of Doctor Who in Ethiopia, mm. the, there's quite a long detailed video about mm. why there might be. Yeah, well, there you go then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I see. Um, looking down at questions and talking about wild rumours still, as he, Dylan Reese actually had said, oh, did a screening of Power of the Daleks really yeah. take place for the Uber fans? And um, clearly not, but um, <laughs> I guess, but I guess that's an interesting. That would have been one of the wilder ones. It seems it's it's a surprisingly persistent story mm. about that power, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Came, and it's come up in a number of places. Uh, there mm. was a screening of I can't remember whether it was Enemy or Web, mm. right. So does this explain Mark Gatiss's probably supposed yeah. phone snap? Probably. Oh, right. uh, well, I don't know about the phone snap. I was thought you were going to say something else there, but there was oh. a screening of either Enemy or Web or both. But there was a, a bit of a matey one, I think, with members mm. of the restoration team and stuff that they were quite and fair enough looking mm. at it. Yeah. And I can't help but think that that was somehow included. But I argued this with, I won't name him, but I argued this point through and through about with someone who was going to write a book on the Omni Rumour and his, his reasons just didn't stack up to me but it mm. was it, but but he felt his evidence was that it certainly did happen mm. well it didn't <laughs> because, because it's not been handed over mm. So we, we've got uh, Stephen Blair also mentions Daleks, Master Panel Eleven and Twelve, and Vaughn's Danger. So it, you know, that's one that's, that uh, sticks in the memories of, of many people. Stephen Blair also mentioned Planet of Giants Four, just to annoy you. Too. Ah! But, not, but, not, but not three. Stuart Smith said, "Is Marco Polo still loaded up and ready to go on iTunes?" Now, I mean, I think I mean it's worth possibly <laughs> mentioning Marco in passing. I mean, it's not. It, it, it's not a surprise, I suppose, that or, or it's not chance that Marco is mentioned in the same breath as Enemy and Web. I mean, we've all spoken to people who, who were, you know, close to or present at those initial discussions, hmm. who say that Marco is very definitely mentioned in the same breath as Web and Enemy. I mean, this is not hmm. to say that Phil Morris ever had Marco Polo, but. It was definitely mentioned in the same breath as uh, you know of, of those stories, so it's, so it's not a surprise. Should I tell a naughty story? Well, you, you, you can have a go. Giles and I and a couple of other guys went to the Capaldi reveal, and we were in the pub after the Capaldi reveal with mm. with uh, people of of great reputation. They alluded to the existence of a letter that existed, a letter or an email promising to hand over Marco Polo. So I I think this is one that goes straight to the top. Now what's very, very interesting is when you do the sort of textual analysis that 
that, that that's been done and what's been said on the forums since 2005 is Marco Polo hardly ever gets a mention. What seems to be clear that was expected to have been found was Power of the Daleks. Um, mm. People are always talking about Power of the Daleks and Marco Polo hardly ever gets a mention. But there is also the story about Marco Polo and the Australian Collector. Yeah. Mm. So a very quick version, the full version is on episode one of, of the podcast, the Missing Episodes podcast, but there was an opportunity to perhaps sight unseen, by the way, to purchase a copy of Marco Polo from somebody mm. who purported to have it. And in the advisory group, you know, everyone got an email, what's your opinion on this? It's alleged that Philip Morris said, well, if I've got, if I find a copy then you'll have wasted your money. And so that split the camp into, well, would you say that if... What a ridiculous thing to say if you haven't already got a copy. And another group who say, well, he was just being optimistic because he just mm. found nine episodes. So there is a bit of stuff around Marco Polo that has allegedly been said, but I absolutely believe... Well, Steve Roberts said on Radio Free Scarrow, I absolutely believe that, that, that Phil's got Marco Polo based on the number of copies that way. <laughs> so yeah, I, it wasn't wishful thinking. It being on iTunes was wishful thinking. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cliff Chapman wants to know if we're ever going to see Zoe and Isabel kiss if Evasion episodes one or four turn up. I think that's also wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's hoping for some something to occur between Susan and Ping Cho. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then very Pete Lambert asks a, an interesting question, which was, when did your optimism peak and what was the trigger for it starting to recede? Ah. Go on, Giles. Uh, 23rd of November 2013, I think. Is that the Doctor Who celebration in full, in, you know, in absolute certainty that Marco was going to be announced during the after party? Yeah. Or, you know, like, it was going to be announced as part of the part of the celebrations we would find out that Marco was back mm. and you like, can't like, have been unhappy with what we actually got at the after party though surely I mean, <laughs> <laughs> one direction oh, one yeah. direction was <laughs> <laughs> Sonia at the after party almost <laughs> 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 or Sunita or someone that yeah, um, uh, yeah so I, I remember like being on absolute tentacles through that day it was a, it was a great yeah. It was a great weekend anyway, but like, oh God, yeah, Paul Venezes is in the building, like, mm. furiously sending texts yeah. and um, things like that, Paul Venezes is here, blah, 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 Thinking, are they going to announce it, are they going to announce it on stage, are they going to announce mm. it, like, do it during the after party, whatever. At the Capaldi announcement, we were expecting an announcement, or half hoping for an announcement, weren't we? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah, but in terms of absolute peak optimism, that was the moment, and then when the clock, literally when the clock ticks over to midnight, I yeah. think, you know, I think that was when, in, in terms of, yeah, that, that would be the peak, and then, and yeah. then after, afterwards I thought, okay, something's up, and there was an awful lot of, an awful lot of us covering amongst the people that were, you know, acting as clearing houses and spreading rumours, and suddenly there was new, new ways of rumours explaining why that had not come to pass. Yeah. And yeah, it certainly put things, cast things in a bit of a more sceptical light from that point onwards. Yeah. Tim? Peak was when somebody told me that they'd spoken to a Doctor Who producer who's had the rates of missing episode. Right. Found. Or 88. 88? 
88. I, I'd already sort of figured out how they might have been found. So that was my right. peak. But And then February or March 2014, I had mm. some exchanges with, for want of a better catch-all, someone in the, in the restoration team. and they absolutely persuaded me that nothing more had been handed over how they Mm. persuaded me I won't reveal but when that happened that's when I became more of a negative voice Mm. on the forums and started getting called a naysayer and all this that and the other and you know as Giles alluded to all the clearinghouse nonsense started Mm. really not making sense five restoration teams Mm. and all of that so that's when I I, I started to tip downwards uh, firmly that there was nothing more and then increasingly over the years as members of the catch-all restoration team and associates have have become less bruised over time if the bruises have faded they've started to talk a little bit more about the truth of things and yeah so it, it, it felt like a lifetime at the time but the peak was mid 2013 mm. of excitement uh, and within seven months I was starting to think the rest is rubbish I think that's that the thing it, it slightly flipped it to it wasn't I don't think in my case it was a lack of lack of interest after that but I think that that was around the time when certain of us started to go off and just say let's do some the omnirumorology as it were yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the meta yeah. the meta level of yeah. yeah. Let's just try and get to yeah, you know, let's try and get to grips with Yeah. Who is really, you know, telling the truth, who can we completely discount and and maybe get to the maybe maybe also get closer to the yeah. truth of what was actually happening with the search, but also trying to trying to be more more sceptical of what yeah, the sources sure. were and what, what could what could be filtered out as unreliable. Yeah. I guess I'd I'd point to two peaks for me. One of them was the Radio Times article about six days, I think, before the actual mm. release, mm. because I, I guess you know that was the point where I thought, oh, this is actually happening now, mm. you know. And having followed it for at that point only, I suppose, four months or something like that. But yeah, you, you know, you you gone through a lot of ups and downs even in that short time, and mm. thought, oh, yeah, oh, yes, this is actually. I, I don't know why uh, the Radio Times wouldn't have much cachet now, but somehow in 2013 it still did. Mm. The other one, uh, I'd say, funnily enough, was the one show, twenty eighteen, and the um, oh. Phil Morris turning <laughs> up the the Sierra Leone klaxon uh, mm. uh, right at the end of that program. Tim, we recorded a podcast that evening, I think, or maybe the day after. Yeah. And mm. I mean, certainly, I at that point felt very positive that this was the start of a, ser- a series of returns from Phil Morris that whatever had been stopping him from returning what he had yeah. had changed and then the i guess the thing that that sort of turned that cycle again was probably about n- nine months later when paul morris had an exchange with him on on twitter and said what about all this blue touch paper stuff and where's it all going and he basically poo-pooed it and at that point yeah thought, you crashed after that i remember mm. yeah i mean i mean fu- fundamentally yeah. that was the end of it for me i, I i've obviously i'm still fascinated by what's re- what really happened and I'm still very excited about missing episodes but I, you know I, I I I couldn't be bothered with the day-to-day stuff after that because I felt mm. yeah it's yeah look if there are missing episodes we're not going to get to see them anytime soon so you know it's kind of not worth the intensity of the interest anymore well sure I mean eight months is a long time isn't it eight months till the 60th mm. 
<laughs> It'll be Easter soon as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think just before we get on to I'm, I'm looking, looking down our list of things. Yeah, go on. And I was just going to say, in terms of it's possibly getting back towards the genesis of things and so on. Yeah. Because we, we talked about this letter that we were made aware of after the Capaldi unveiling. Yeah. And, and that seemed to... That explained a few things for me because that, that locks in the reasons that I flipped over to being a believer, as it were, in the first place. So I suddenly thought, okay, that's that makes sense. But before that, there seems to have been... In 2012, at least, there was this, the DJ letter yeah. that was circulating amongst amongst fans. And that seems to have been a um, a trigger to potentially what was seen by, by Richard Bleeding Cool, I think. Is that... Yeah, that's fair. Is that... But, yeah, but the problem was there were two versions of the DJ letter that issued from yes, the same yeah, email exactly. address. Yeah. So, which suggests that the person who owns the email address who we shall give the code name of frustrated leg punching. <laughs> Is that too obscure? But uh, yeah, so the person who yeah, owns that email address had issued... Well, there's a video of, of him, isn't there, with him frustratedly uh, punching his oh, legs or squeezing yes. his hands mm. on a Missing Episodes documentary. Mm. But two versions of this email came from him. Right. Ah. So... Why would he be editorialising it? Mm. Well, it was certainly a shifting. That was a moving target. Yeah. That happened a lot. People were editorialising to fit their narratives. Mm. There was a, a list which was found on a on a research website, wasn't there, which was just, just in fact, uh, if, if this is true, this is how it would have happened in retrospect. But yes, that was seen yeah. as a smoking gun. Yes, but the problem yeah. was people couldn't read the code. Hmm the HTML or whatever it is. Yes. And yeah. so in so adjusted the output of that list to match what they'd heard. Mm-hmm. So there's your proof. And then that adjusted version of it became the gospel, whereas in fact it was just a wish list. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it, There was another list that went around, which was, do you remember the list of film conditions? Yeah. The oh, condition of the print. Yes. yes, yeah. Really, really nice. Yeah. Very good. A bit ropey. Yeah. And it was just made up. Mm. It was nonsense. But this came from a source, so it it got it got circulated. Was Sorry, yeah, had, I've, I've gone on to a different matter. Was that um, where you had the individual Tennessee negative of the of the Evil of the Daleks? Yeah, was on that as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So so then talking about film collectors, because I, because I guess we've heard both from well, I mean initially from Paul Venezis. And then also from from Phil Morris that missing episodes are in the hands of film collectors. Yeah, uh, this is a world that you're you've become more familiar with, Tim. So yeah. maybe you want to talk to about it briefly. Uh, I guess I should say the, the, the two questions. Kev said, "Did anything come of the story about six episodes in the hands of a private collector?" And Socrates saying, "Who are these mysterious private film collectors that we keep hearing about with missing missing episodes?" So. Well, nothing came of it, obviously, because no, because yes. uh, I think initially Paul Venezia said there were two, and then Philip Morris piped up and said he knows of six. Yeah. But what are these mysterious private film collectors that we keep hearing about? Well, they're film collectors. There's nothing mysterious about it. There is a a hobby that is film collecting that 
people of a certain age, you know, probably in their 80s, have curated film collections all their lives, preserved these films, looked after them, and they build home cinemas in their garages and rescue cinema seats from cinemas which are about to get demolished, mm. and they love their hobby. They're more inclined to be to enjoy projecting the science and the the engineering of of managing a projector and and the films and then enjoying enjoying projecting uh, the art of doing that is or the science of doing that is is what it's about and there are film collectors there's no mystery about it and a lot of them don't know what they have or the value of it. Some of them know what they have but are concerned, A, that it's theirs, and quite right too, B, that they might have obtained it by somewhat of a suspected illegitimate route over over the over time, and three, look what happened to Bob Monkhouse, or the Bob Monkhouse collection which ended up in court and films being confiscated and destroyed. There's no mystery about it. People collect films. Films escape from the BBC. They ended up with private collectors. I don't blame them. I worship them. I think, thank you very much for preserving these things for 50 years. Thank God they exist, if they do exist. That we are one million infinite percent better off having something that exists and not being willing to be handed over and why should they, then it not existing at all, it's a win-win situation. You know, so that's what I know about film collectors. They exist, there's a circuit, they're getting old. A lot of them, sadly, are falling off the perch. It is what it is. I think, I think the big pressure point now is making sure that if they're on the circuit, then when, when they sadly pass, others will know what they have, and there's a hope to be able to, you know, mm. rescue anything. It's the ones that we don't know about and their estates will go in a skip. And that, that will be happening today. Yeah. You know. Well, it's like the story that was related on the 42 to Doomsday podcast. Yeah. You know, the guy in Australia who's, who's a lot of his stuff went straight in a skip because relatives didn't know about it. You know, you yeah, I don't know how big it is, but I did ask recently, and I think there's probably a couple of thousand film collectors still in the UK. Right. But, you know, it, it's a complete world apart from someone frothing at the mouth on a forum calling some unknown hypothetical entity a, a bloody hoarder how dare they mm. keep that and you know the guy is in his garage tinkering around at the weekend very pleased that he's managed to project no I wasn't going to say that <laughs> but you know what I mean it's just worlds yeah. apart mm. I, I, I do get quite frustrated at the the general attitude towards these hoarders mm. and I completely agree with Phil Morris about their heroes and they need to be coaxed and persuaded and honoured mm. because they are preserving things which nobody else has elected to do mm. that's where I'm at with it and the yeah, fa yeah. fandom is its own worst enemy in some yeah. in some regards you know with our, our attitude towards it yeah. when they when they do encounter Doctor Who fans Sort of yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I guess it would all be in a skip, wouldn't it, if they hadn't picked it out in the first place? Mm. Yeah, quite. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've got the, we've got a few more specific ones that we've probably covered most of anyway. I mean, Andy Taylor and Paul Cook asked about Marco. We've, we've kind of talked through all of that. Yeah. Uh, Melf and Rob asked about will we ever see the return of Weather Fear episode three? 
Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, we've, there have been lots of opportunities. I would say for that to come back, and it re resolutely refuses to do so. I could talk about Web three. Go on then. <laughs> okay, I don't believe it was it was stolen in the manner that Philip Morris said. I think that's a nonsensical story. Mm -hmm. I think what's misunderstood is the manner in which the films were returned to the UK. I think they came back piecemeal. There's a post by Paul Venezes on the Missing Episodes Forum where he said that Webb came back in part at first, yeah. five episodes, and that a bits of Enemy came back next, and then the whole, the rest of it came back. I think what we're talking about is grabbing a few cans that can be extracted by the baker box we mentioned earlier and then waiting yeah. to see what else turns up in the shipment. Mm. So I don't believe, and Philip has said in an interview that he wasn't there at the moment that this film can purportedly, allegedly, was taken to mm. be examined. I, I don't think Philip is across the detail. I think he's very, very worried it was stolen, but I don't think it was. And so whether it's been found in the interim and has turned up because Philip went to Nigeria later on because there's a photo on Twitter. I don't know whether he's found it since. I don't know. But I think it was a cautionary tale hmm. of, can everyone just leave me the alone to get on with this? I don't think, uh, on balance, I don't think he, he's, he withheld it or anything like that no. in 2013. I just think he's worried it was stolen. I don't think it was. I think it got lost in the post, personally. Hmm. And I don't think we will see it again. But that kind of plays into, well, if you've lost an episode and you've gone through the trauma of going back to Nigeria to have to find it and all of that, then I personally would be keeping damn quiet about what else I've been up to. Mm. In case what he suspects is true, which I don't believe is true. Mm, that right. makes sense. Yeah. And there's, and I've, I've always been a bit rather sceptical of the whole stolen to order story because of, because I kind of think <laughs> which, whichever episodes... We well, could role play for, it, Giles. For, for two of them, <laughs> for we two of them, certainly. Yeah. Okay. So episode four is missing. Hello. Yeah. Could I, hello. Do you have any Doctor Who missing? Oh, sorry. Okay. There? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, I do actually. It's just been found. We've got ten. Well, ten yes, missing apparently. episodes. Yes. Oh, that's excellent. Could you steal one for me? <laughs> Are you sure, sir? I've got ten here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, like? I, I think. Which would you like? Hmm. I mean, I believe Web Four is quite special. No, yes, yeah, so it's got the back of Covent Garden, and it's yeah. Phantom <laughs> would go mad if um, Phantom would go mad if that one was missing. Yeah, yeah, would you steal me Enemy of the World Three? Because there's a really nice <laughs> a bit, a bit, a bit about a cook making <laughs> making dinner. I really that's, that's the one that I really wants. <laughs> oh, 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 damn! He's got he's mm. picked me Web Three instead. Oh. <laughs> there's yeah. no cooks in there. I don't all. believe it. I I think mm. that is not very likely. Right. Well, I certainly think if four or six would be missing, then people would equally have said, "Well, it must have been stolen to order because it's that's yeah. such a pivotal thing." Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I, I'm sure I'd find reasons why two and five equally would be justified if I could quite remember how the structure of the thing plays out. Okay. Well, that goes to then also to the question that Cliff Chapman asked about: does, Do we think that Web Three was? was in the same state as Morkel and Wise episode Vinegary or whatever. I, I don't think that's the issue. No. Mm. I think, as you say, Lost in the Post sounds the most um, plausible answer. Yeah. And what, we've, we've talked about Marco Polo as well, so we, there's nothing much more to say about that. Mm. We've got a question from Tubi, 
Mm. Is there, uh, what 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 came of the potential of Australia being sent two copies of the Power of the Daleks, as mentioned by Paul Venetis? Well, it's plausible that there were co- two copies of Power knocking around Australia, and that story is a long story. And can I plug my podcast again? Go to episode one of the Missing Episode yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. and we get into that. But in a nutshell, I don't think that situation is uh, yet resolved. Okay. Target Books Remembered said, what about the wheel reel that was held up by customs? That was a very persistent yeah. reel, wasn't it? Again, there was weird stuff going on about wheel in space. Like, one of the one of the people on the forums was insisting that Philip Morris was in Hong Kong at that moment looking for missing wheel in space episodes. And we know that's nonsense because it's before the bicycling research had updated and they, they knew or it became common knowledge that the web of fear that had been found, enemy and web, were the Hong Kong copies, Mm, meaning that Hong Kong had shipped everything out. But there was some disparity between what was thought to be Hong Kongese Mm. in its origin. And and, uh, so, yeah, I think that was just nonsense. It was probably some some twisting of Web3 not turning up, I think. I don't know. Mm. So I think Paul has said at some subsequent point that they... They, when they found a web an enemy, they were yeah. Once they became aware of it, they were kind of thinking all of season five might have been on the table because of. Well, in an upcoming forthcoming, it's not coming soon, but mm-hmm. in our in our War Machines podcast, which mm-hmm. is in the cat, John Preddle speaks in a very interesting way about what happened to Africa's copy of Wheel in Space, mm-hmm. and it's fascinating. And the conclusion is spoilers he doesn't think it was there okay when it was when they went out of contract he he thinks it was elsewhere right okay so it was never there to be found mm. in the first place it's a very compelling argument he okay. he puts together for that yeah okay yeah well we'll, we'll mm. look forward to hearing that one and then jezza says any news on the current rumor of return hartnell story please uh, well, I mean, I mean, I, I know there's a rumor. I, I have, I've got nothing to say about that. The, uh, the story be- that rhymes with chocolate. So go on. On the, on the build-up to the season two box set, I was told with with you know some good authority that the crusade had been found and would be on the box set. Hmm. And then right. there there is a there are three or four different tellings of a smuggler's episode being found that I've heard. I believe one more than I do the others. One of them is completely nuts. Right, <laughs> but has good provenance and so on and so forth and then when I was last at the BFI for the Sea Devils there was rumours going around about a savage's find but it's all just drunken people in pubs mm-hmm. I'm very <laughs> relaxed about it I wouldn't anyone get hats up about it yeah. if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't Yeah. you know the crusade was doing the rounds and that isn't true wasn't true mm. so just assume that the others aren't yeah. Whether it's connected to the to the rumored, also rumored restarting of the animations, yeah, yeah, project, and well, yeah, yeah. So there's plenty of room for words to get crossed there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess there's, I mean, there's, there's perhaps a couple of things to be said about missing episodes in that regard, which is, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right that that, that wishing something to be true doesn't doesn't isn't going to help any whatsoever. I mean, the one thing that that meant that we did get nine episodes in in. 2013 is that somebody went out and actually searched on the ground compared with all of the sort of 
faxes and ringing people up yeah. and saying, you know, is, have you got anything in your archive? Mm. Yeah, there, there's no doubt that that thorough searching, both I suppose, you know, of the records to understand what might be there, and then actually going and having a looking, w- w- you know, was likely to yield more than sitting at home and and sort of pondering it. Yeah, you have to be mad enough to do it. So you can yes. cut some slack on any logic or whatever that you try to ascribe to that person later on, as well, yeah. in their actions. If someone's if someone's crazy enough to go to post-Civil War Sierra Leone and knock on the door of a TV station to ask if they've got anything of interest or to try and flog them, you know, telecine equipment or whatever, Mm. then they're not quite right in the head. And I mean that with love. And so Mm. I'm not expecting that person to come back and then do death by PowerPoint on exactly what happened. And equally... You know, hiding from militias in Nigeria as well. You know, it is they, these are scary places. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you mentioned Sierra Leone. Awuga, <laughs> 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 awuga. <laughs> yeah. So we had a we had a, a couple of questions around that. So so Oliver Wake said, "Who is this uh, Sarah Leon and what's she done with all the missing episodes?" <laughs> uh, but then Melvin Pena said, uh, "For the uh, tenure retrospective." I feel like Sierra Leone absolutely needs to get a, a shout out. So yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I've already talked, I suppose, about the, 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 the Sierra Leone klaxon right at the end of the one show. You know, clearly, it's it's a place that we know Phil Morris has been to. It's a place that there's a lot of, um, you know, and, and you've already talked about the fact that you know there was discussion about about it on the forums that you know that resulted in a bit of fallout as well it, mm. there's, there's 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 some history to it well paul paul venezes once said you know the full story of sierra leone will be told one day and it, it will be surprisingly quite interesting that's mm. never really been um never really been paid off phil yeah. morris uh, was interviewed yeah. well he was interviewed by toby haydock and and philip morris appeared to bring clarity to the situation to say that there was a rebel leader who was worried that a particular film store which i imagine was a bit of a shed contained some footage of him carrying out atrocities so he got a bazooka on his shoulder as you do and blew the thing up but thankfully mm. slash sadly the bbc the doctor who episodes are shipped out in 1974 mm. end of story and then, like somebody pulling Ming the Merciless's ring out of the flames in 2018, <laughs> Philip Morris reveals that he, he he just happened to get a call from the the bellboy in the hotel that he stayed in in Freetown, and the bellboy said, "Do you remember me? I'm the bellboy from the hotel." And Philip, well, "Yes, of course I do. I remember." <laughs> we and used to go fishing together. We used something. to go fishing together. And, <laughs> The bellboy said, well, I remember you, and you were very interested in films. It just so happens there's some BBC films in a derelict cinema down the road. Mm. So Phil got on his bicycle and went to Sierra Leone and found these two Morka and Wises. So, uh, assuming that's true, is it possible that some BBC, other BBC films that were supposed to be sent back in 1974 made it to this Freetown cinema? Mm. Sierra Leone is the gift that keeps on giving well, mm. it did keep giving until 2018. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it's just unfortunate that it was rolled out. And I think I think the difference is that the, the problem is that, that the people who were talking about it, i.e. Paul, were probably only as good as the information they were being given. Mm. Mm. 
and as you spelled out, Richard, the the narrator in this case is more interesting in telling us, being an anecdotalist than drilling down on the detail, perhaps. So, yeah, there you go. That's Sierra Leone. Forgive me if I'm wrong or misremembering, but isn't there, isn't there an incident of Paul of Paul saying words to the effect of, "Well, if we thought there was anything in Sierra Leone, we'd be out there." And we'd then, be out there. And then I am. <laughs> and then two, two or three years <laughs> later, I am. A photo from a grinning Phil Morris outside yeah. the SLBC turns If we thought there was any chance to about the right survive, time, we'd go. <laughs> it's rubble. Forget about it. Yeah. And that was on the previous, yes. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very funny. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we had, a, we had a question from JT to say, do you think there are, there are any positives to come out of the Omni rumour? Well, nine episodes of Doctor Who for a start. Yeah. We also talked that for at least two of us, it was a reawakening or an introduction, I suppose, into uh, modern fandom as well. I mean, we wouldn't be making this podcast now if it hadn't been for the fact mm. that we were introduced to each other through this. So, yeah, I mean, yes. Uh, the real only rumour was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, would you kill baby Hitler? Oh. <laughs> You know. <laughs> All right, uh, some things might be better with the Omni Rumor. Future, mm, yes, <laughs> future yes. fans will become allies because of the fear <laughs> of the Omni Rumor. I think it's been a ninety-nine, ninety-five 95% positive experience, especially now I'm relaxed about it. I mean, mm. w- we three were stood in a circle of what eight people, ten people two weeks ago having a beer and a laugh, mm. and that is all through one way or another for me because of because of that. Mm. My podcast exists because of the Omni Rumor. Mm. I have a I have met fellow fans because of the Omni Rumor. I didn't do that before. Mm. I was immersed in the forums, so it's been it's been really good. And you know, we've got nine episodes of Doctor Who. If ten years ago you'd you'd have told me you can have nine missing episodes of Doctor Who, but be run around for a few years on a forum and spend a lot of time wondering if there's more, and it mm. turns out that there isn't, I'd still probably take your hand off. Mm. Mm. so yeah it's, it's positive for sure I don't think it's positive for everyone I, I think that people are still bruised from it but mm. who cares <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed it <laughs> I feel it's also yeah I guess I feel like it's slightly immunised me to having seen it having seen something like this going on close up and, yeah. and yes it's true you know it's, it's the stuff that sociology textbook stuff mate you know if we don't get if we don't get if we don't get white volume three then maybe we'll get a sociology yeah. t- casebook out of it. it needs Tullock and Alvarado to be looking at this and them um, yeah. writing something but I do feel like it's a still when prophecy fails kind of thing going on and you know I feel like it's slightly immunized as one against mm. some of the craziness of you know perhaps we were almost lucky that that we went through this in a a bit more of a linear thing because it was the the age of forums rather than yeah really on yeah. Twitter Twitter was taking hold and so on but there was more there was more coherence there whereas now you see some of the stuff that takes hold on on social media and I, I think okay at least having yeah. been having been through one the middle on one of these things you kind of feel like yeah you you know the warning signs to look out mm. for. Yeah, it's definitely changed out there. It would happen differently now. Mm. We stopped talking about Philip Morris and started talking about Donald Trump, didn't we? Mm. Um, 
Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, we've we've got a, a comment from Jib Jib who said in a Tom Baker voice, "Ah, but isn't it a wonderful rumor?" Or something like that. <laughs> and, and you know, and perhaps you know that's that's kind of the way to look at it. Mm. You know, in, in in retrospect, there's 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 good and bad in there for sure. Mm. But it's certainly it certainly made for an interesting time. Mm. So. Dieter K says, is there an end to the missing episode saga? Well, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, no, I suppose is the answer. There always could be something out there. What, what's what's the most, what's the, the oldest thing that's been returned? Something from the 1920s, not that long ago, I think. So, so you, you know. They found missing bits of Metropolis in somewhere in Brazil in, in the mid-2010s, yeah. didn't they? So Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, it could outlast me, I, I guess is what I'm saying. I think for me, uh, the 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 question now is is where has been searched, mm, yeah. and understanding what that search happened because not so long ago, a few years ago, there was fo- there was footage of, from Libya, of a huge great film store with film rotting in it, and mm. you kind of think, has Philip Morris been? Mm. We've got no idea because. I'm not going to live forever, and neither will Philip Morris, and 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 someone in the future might want to understand what's what's being searched, mm. and what is understood about film print movements. And while the materials might not survive, you know, mm. for decades and decades longer, it's still important to log what's happened. So that's that's my biggest frustration, really, mm. just not understanding what went on, for you know, for better or worse. I think it's useful to like. To distinguish between the the ME, the ME saga, as Dieter puts it, like the whole missing sure. episode saga, yeah. I don't feel that will ever end. I think the Omni rumor, as in the as in the Fillmore's Fillmore's found ninety episodes thing, I think. Well, it's gone, hasn't it? It's yes, yeah. out. It, it, mm. it's finished now. Yeah, the questions it's... aren't answered, but neither mm. is he is he poking the hornet's nest either. No. So I'm quite contented with with it being nice and peaceful on that mm. front. Yeah, but there's always there's still miss it. There's still like you know certainly loose ends that I I would love love to know the answer to that have nothing to do with film It's like you know for, and yeah, or at least so far as I know, like what happened to the Ice Warriors audition prints that apparently were just missed in Germany, whatever that means. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> and. The Iranian Prince of Marco Polo, the yeah. audition prince, and yeah. stuff like that. So, okay, so one or two other odds and ends, and then we'll maybe come to the uh, the important conclusion. So, Pete Murphy says, "When I tell my mates who aren't Doctor Who fans about the Omni rumor, why are they not bothered?" Well, I guess it's sort of like a lot of conspiracy theories. If if it's not something that really grabs you, then I suppose it's just a slightly crazy story about other people. Mm. It's also a story, story without a conclusion. That's, I'm always guess, banging on about it. a satisfactory conclusion. <laughs> My poor colleagues, I'm always banging on to them about <laughs> missing television mm. and how early television works. Mm. And there was a poor colleague who was from, from Zimbabwe and she, so made the fatal, the she, made, she made the fatal error of mentioning that she has relatives who work at the, I think it's ZBC is it, in Zimbabwe. So mm-hmm. I was on the phone to her, mm-hmm. Auntie, Auntie Nelly, at one point. 
<laughs> saying, "Is it your is it your brother or sister who works there? Can they have a poke around for me?" And it was like, "Yeah, no problem." I'm forever banging on about it to other people, <laughs> and I'm sure that's why they all find me scintillating company. It's these random things, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Another slight, more random question was from Stephen Alexander about: Do they ever find film cans with episodes we already have? Well, obviously, whether fear one. Enemy Three mm. were were ones that were found that were already. There's, there's loads more though, aren't there? Yeah, there's loads. There's uh, Keys of Marinus Two, yeah. three copies of Episode Two of the Time Meddler. I think two of Episode Three. I can't remember, but there's loads of the Time Meddler. You can't rain this isn't, in Perryville. You can't move for copies of the Time Meddler. Mm. Yes. <laughs> this is this isn't film always related stuff though. This is just stuff that's no, but the Daleks. And, yeah. Paul Venez has recently found one. I don't know how many dupes are out there. Oh, dupes yeah. is probably mm. the wrong word, but I don't know how many multiple copies there are, but there's quite a few. Yeah. Probably Phil, double figures. Yeah. Phil, surprisingly, we we know of a, a small batch of stuff that he found that was dupe, was dupes of like Jerry Anderson shows and things like that. Yeah, um, Secret Service and all that. Yeah, yeah. but um, surprisingly small amount to you know that has been sort of accounted for. Mm. Because you would you would imagine yeah. if you play the odds that the you know that that has... cer- certainly compared to missing Doctor well, Who. The, um... uh, but, but but I guess if you think about it, if the, there's there's 97 episodes that are currently missing, mm. and if you look at the black and whites, there's you know 200 and odd episodes out there. So if you find to find a black and white episode, mm. there are marginally you know the odds are against it being missing, aren't there? Because mm. There's there's more that we've got than that we haven't. So if you if you picked one at, at, at random, mm. it would be more likely to be one we already have than one that we that we haven't. Mm. So yeah, it's not that surprising that that we get duplicates. Yeah. If you were offered five or more missing Doctor Who episodes, says Aston Lord of Who, and you, and you you don't know what they are, and that was it, no more ever. Would you accept the offer or would you hold out for more? I've got a blood pressure test on Friday, so I'd say, <laughs> yeah, give me the five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm close to being in that bucket of, you know, maybe, you know, five more doesn't sound like a like a bad equation at this point. Mm. Very hypothetical. Oh, yes, yeah. Well, since yeah. it's only, yeah, I'd, I'd probably lean towards that feels like the, it's a clever, it's a well-picked number five, I think. Hmm. Puts you right on the right on the cusp of, yeah. Take the money over yeah, the box. Yeah, I'll take anything, me. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may, and all that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's true. Let's, well, let's well let's let's ask you the the key question then. In answering Tim's question, if we each did, what answer did we come up with? Did we go for yes, Phil Morris has still got more, or no, he hasn't? I'll I'll say I answered yes. I, I I think he I think he may have something more. Why? Well, I, I guess I'll say to you that, that I think there are as many reasons to think yes as there are no. <laughs> and I would I'd point to you to the fact, as I, as we said earlier, that it was five years between, or no, more than five years that that some of those finds that came out in twenty eighteen had been hanging around. Yeah. I don't for one minute think he's got another ninety hanging around. I'm not even sure if it's five, but I I feel like he's probably got something. Yeah. But I don't know what. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
Giles? I didn't I didn't answer the question. I didn't see the poll in time, so um, What do you think though? As he Sadly I think no in terms of anything that was found from right. the period that we're talking about. I think the main thing that gives me I th- I think there's other I think there are other episodes out there to be hmm. yeah. to be you know, some of which they're aware of and hopefully you know, hopefully may one day come back, but but I'm not sure that Phil has them and I my main reason for that is the occasional quibbles that are blown up with with Ian Levine about exactly how many episodes yeah uh, that's a good point the major problem I've got mm. there in that he was fussing it about that Ian Levine had only really found eight episodes Mm. which just happens to be one fewer yeah Yeah. exactly yeah why why would you be bothered about that having that the posterity of that record for having found the most if you've got Mm. if you know you've got Something yeah. that's going to blow us all away, sitting yeah. back there, you know, yeah. at, at a random point in the future, you know, at a completely random point in the future. You don't have to have any great grand plan about anything. Yeah. Um, I feel like you know that's psychologically that just doesn't quite make sense. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, there was a Facebook post by Mrs. Morris, and I don't want to bring her into it particularly, but you know that is social media mm. and um, somebody created a Indiana Jones Philip Morris graphic and some friend or relative commented what's that about and she responded this was back about 2014 Philip finds a missing television overseas and has found this that the other and many many more or something like that but I'm not allowed to talk about it yet so that lives with me and also, there's very good cause that people thought he had more in 2013. Mm. And logically, I can't believe it was just made up. I can't believe it was just wishful thinking. There's this tension between what he says, that things were thrown in crates and ended up where they shouldn't be, versus what the paperwork says and the great logic deployed by people like John Preddle that said, well, they wouldn't have sent that on. I can't quite wrestle that. But, you know, I'm sort of 51% he has, but I'm very relaxed about it. Whether we get to see them or not, I don't know. But I think I think the preponderance of evidence is that he has, and there's probably quite a few. But, you know, I'm over it. Yeah. Mm. If you know what I mean. I... I I certainly would not be surprised if he at some point handed over Marco Polo and Power of the Daleks. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think I'm not like thinking he's definitely got them, but I'd be like, yeah, okay. What what what's that, Phil? You found them in you found them in a, a an old sea chest in Bermuda last year, did you? Okay, mate. Yeah, fine. Do you, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. But then again, I'm over the disappointment of things not turning up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I kind of feel about it a bit like you know, when I when I first became a fan. So this, I mean, firstly, there was the the Terence Dix making a Doctor Who when he explained that some episodes were gone and were, were never coming back, and then there was the that thing that came out the the Doctor Who Winter Special and it listed exactly well, it wasn't quite right, but it listed pretty much you know what was there and what wasn't yeah and on the one hand i was really kind of gutted about all the stuff that was missing but then on the other hand all the stuff that they still had when was i ever going to see it i mean you know it was yeah. stuck away in, in a vault somewhere 
Yeah. And and as it happened, I suppose over the next twenty years, some of that became available. But I kind of feel like that, you know. I mean, if 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 he does have more, it's not anywhere where I can see it or get to. So it's kind of not really worth getting that excited yeah. about. I think the issue. I think the 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 main issue that people say no, they don't think he has more is a the time. Well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm personally, I'm not worried about the time. And no. it's b the money. Yeah. Why isn't he cashing these in? Well, the guy exists. He is still working overseas. His accounts might not show a profitable business, but he's still got a vested interest in not talking about what he's up to hmm. for whatever reasons. Now, I happen to have opinions and a bit of inside knowledge as to what he's up to, but I, I, I can't share that no. publicly. But, you know, I found it plausible that he's held on to stuff. Mm. Casterbrus with a K podcast, his father-in-law was on there saying there are hundreds of films here waiting to go back to the copyright holders. Mm. Does that does that mean back to the BBC or does that mean back to Nigeria? I don't know, but it's still possible that he meant the BBC mm. or or the BFI or or whatever. And but I'm fine with it. It's up to him. He's not doing himself any favours, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean these the, these films they don't they don't belong to anyone other than the person who has them. So that's right. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no point in getting indignant about it. And yeah. and as you say, if if he if he has recovered them, then you know they were decaying somewhere. But yeah, anyway, they are where they are. Yeah. So that's okay. everyone thoroughly depressed, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, we'll 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 take one more question then from Lance, which is, will any more missing episodes be recovered? Oh, do you remember the great debates about the difference between recovered and returned? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let, let's say, will we ever get a shiny DVD or a download with with a with something new we've never seen before? I'd say the odds are reasonable on that. Either either from you know one of the collectors or from some other place. I mean, I you know again maybe not 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 this not tomorrow or next week or you know, <laughs> but 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 someday. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Paul Venezes was asked this once on a forum, wasn't he? Mm. And he said, "I can one hundred percent say yes, in Ooh. the true and certain knowledge that I'll never be proven wrong." so that's my answer yes we will Mm. yeah Yeah, we will there'll be something for the 60th won't there ooh well that's a question I guess everyone's been more uh, it would be very nice if there was for the 60th yeah I think it's inevitable there will be at some point I was quite optimistic there'd be something last year Mm. Yeah, for the BBC Centennial. Yeah. yeah, so I am sort of hoping that it has been held over for the 60th, but we'll see. It probably mm. will be rubbish. Well, that is a slightly more optimistic way on which to end. Thanks, Tim and Giles, for your company this evening, and and for that. I hope what's an entertaining chat for people to listen to, but certainly. Uh, a wide degree of, of, of subjects we've talked to. It's been a blast from the past. Yeah, quite, yeah. <laughs> so 
trust your sources, know your sources. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you remember that? Oh, good lord, guy yes. who used to, used to say that all the time yeah. on the forums. He, he, he used to say that all the time and then post lots of... Uh, <laughs> posting a photo of a brass ball with an Oh, good bollocks. God, yes, yeah. There you go. And on that bombshell. Was that the guy that was also posting all those breaks videos on them? Yeah. On um, Planet Mondas or wherever? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll help, yeah. Richard, I think we've just had another another interesting questions coming on... Um, on, um, on the super, super secret messaging app. We we have we have had a, a um, okay a, a question from a Mr. G. Rymel asking about the rogue Cyberman hoax, saying you know am I the only one for whom the rogue Cyberman hoax was a huge element of the Omni rumor? That's just because that, that's just because Gavin spends most of his time watching pornography. <laughs> <laughs> what was the rogue Cyberman hoax? I'm I'm Scratching my head. I, I, someone I, the who problem is there's so many things. Sign yeah. up to my porn site and you'll be able to watch the Moonbase episode one. Oh, good God, yes. Bloody hell. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, because there was all this madness about the... Yeah, there was all this madness uh, my, about how things in, are going to go out of copyrights and yeah, so on. And... In my mind's eye, that was, that was sort of 2012-ish. Mm. But... Uh, I didn't pay much attention to it, but like I say, you know, each <laughs> each to their own. Gavin knows his onions. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin knows his porn onions. Mm. Sorry, Gavin. 